So <laughs> did you ever get yelled at by someone else's mom? Yeah, all the time, dude. It was the worst. That's the worst feeling in the fucking world. Are you serious? Like, like you would get like scolded by like someone whose pussy you did not slide out of. <laughs> yes. For what? Uh, let's see. One time. Oh man, um, I've been scolded by a couple moms for sure. Just like for cursing or like, um, you know. One time, my best friend and I, we were, like, playing in the forest, and we ran through a bunch of poison ivy, and she saw us do it, and she was like, what the fuck? You know, and then she just, like, dragged us out and, like, took us home. We had to, like, take a shower. Together? She was like, yeah. We were really young. Uh, probably, like, nine. Probably, like, 19, 20. <laughs> no, like, eight or nine or something. Um, and then there was a time where, like, uh, we were skating outside his house. And then, um, and oh, hey, I remember another one too. Um, uh, and I fell really hard and I was just like screaming, fuck you piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. And she's like walking the dog and she comes back and she's like, you know, starts yelling at me for yelling and, and cursing and shit. So that's another, oh, and then another one was, <laughs> I was really little and my friend who lived in my same neighborhood and I would get candy cigarettes, which, by the way, now I'm thinking, what the fuck is candy? Like, why would anybody buy? I don't understand candy cigarettes. I used off. to get those, but, too, and I used to get in trouble for buying them. But I, like, no. only got them to look cool. So I bought, I bought them, and I would eat them all the time. My mom didn't care. And my friend, whose mom is, like, more strict than mine, we were like playing outside and I was like, you want a candy cigarette? He's like, no, dude, get those away from me. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, you, <laughs> I didn't say this, but in my mind, in nowadays words, I was like, you pussy. <laughs> Basically like ragging on him for being such a fucking wuss. And then, uh, I guess he went home and told his mom. And the next time I went over there, she scolded me for getting on him about, you know, you know, why basically being like, it's okay that my kid was not all about. It's okay that my son's a pussy. <laughs> yeah, basically is what I was like, what the fuck is the big deal? It's just candy. Dude, the only it, time, it, the one that I can remember that really stick, sticks out to me was we used to do like beach vacations with other families and we would like caravan down. Like we would all drive down as like a group. And the one family that we would go down with, I would ride down with them in their big like minivan because they had some other kids and they would set up like a TV in the van. This is like back in the 90s before like cars had like TVs and the, the like the little flip down thing or you know what I mean? Like this was like a whole yeah. like they like Jerry rigged like through the cigarette lighter to like put the, like mm -hmm. to power the VCR in the car type of shit. And I remember we were on our way to North Carolina or some shit and I was sitting in the back seat and we all had the headphones on. We're watching the TV and it was a night's tale and it was the first time I had seen it and I'm really young. Like it was right when it came out and right when they're doing the jousting thing and when Heath Ledger knocks the bad guy off the horse 
Mm-hmm. And I just said, God damn, like <laughs> really loud. And these people were like super prim and proper. And I just remember them like pulling over on the fucking uh-huh. highway. And like both of the parents like turning around in their seats being like, what did you say? You can't say that. Did it? And all the kids around me like looking mortified that I just screamed, God damn, in their parents' car. Did they put some soap in your mouth? No, I never had that type of corporal punishment. Mm. Oh, I just remember. Well, another one was, it's even worse. My friend's sister, who's just a little bit older. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like older enough to be like, you look up to him and be like, that's your older sister, you know? So we were in the car. And it was me and my best friend in the back seat and his sister and then his dad in the front seat. And she was talking about her friend who I thought was really hot. And I'd be like, and I said, yeah, she's really hot. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I'd make out with her or whatever. And then she was like, can you stop saying my friend's hot? And then like my best friend was like, yeah, dude, that's fucking weird. And then his dad was like, yeah, that's fucking weird. And I just felt really weird because they were like yelling at me about that. Also very young, like probably like 14 at the time or something. But yeah, that was, yeah. I felt like, have you ever seen the movie like Sex Drive or whatever? Uh, no, I don't think so. That's uh, like felt, one of those like road trip ripoff movies, right? Yeah. But there's like two kids in that that are just like really young and being like, yeah, fuck that bitch, blah, blah. That's like, I felt like one of those douchebags in, in that. So yeah. So those are my. Hold on. Yeah. We're the Bolcheveks. <laughs> podcast makes me realize how much I don't fucking know. Talking about how he's going to put a boot in your ass because it's the American way. That was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to, I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. Historical trolling is the funniest shit. Oh, I'm never going to have sex again. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. I had to get that out of the way. Yeah, it doesn't work when it, that felt weird. It didn't feel right. Well, because we're at like five minutes. So like I can't, it had to, it didn't come up naturally. Dude, I miss Rainforest Cafe. I've been a hankering for Rainforest Cafe, but it doesn't exist anymore. Have you ever been to Rainforest Cafe? Yeah. I just like, that was so much fun as a kid. I'm sure if I went now, I'd be like, this is so stupid. But I mean, I I remember at the time Mm -hmm. going in the Rainforest Cafe, Cafe, and there's always that mist in the air, and it's got that weird smell, and you got the fucking toucans and shit making noise in the back, you know. And yeah. one one thing I really remember about Rainforest Cafe is like I was probably sixteen or seventeen. We were having like a family get together with like the children and stuff, and I just remember my aunt, who's now not with us anymore, but at the time I remember. Telling us or telling me a story about how she has a friend who knows someone who went to Rainforest Cafe, and when one of the boys went to the bathroom, some guy cut his dick off. What? I know. And I was like, that's a terrible thing to tell me. You know, now I'm scared to go to the bathroom in this public place because I'm scared someone's going to come up and just. Cut your Come dick off. off. <laughs> Luckily, it's so small. Like while they're trying to find it, you could probably like wiggle away. I can get away. I'd be like, thanks for the trim <laughs> on my hair. 
just God, didn't. I would love to imagine that your pubes are just like so much longer than your longer dick. Than- <laughs> like a little sea urchin. And some dude's just swinging a knife down there and it's like, <laughs> it's like Edward Scissorhands style when he trims the hedges, but it's just your pubes. <laughs> Oh God, I was thinking of, a, um, I thought of like a TV show or like a movie today that, um, I thought was kind of funny. <clears throat> so like it would revolve around a security company, like a company that staffs security guards at like the mall or like an office building or like, you know, like a, a bank, like, like, you know, like all the motherfuckers who are like maybe at best retired cops, but a lot of time they're like really old people or like teens who do not give a shit and like don't pay attention. Just like your typical like security guard, like, you know, at a big building downtown or something. Right. So the idea would be that one of those security companies gets approached by like a mercenary like dude, because he thinks that they're a security firm, which is like code for like mercenary shit. And through a series of miscommunications, they accidentally take a contract to like go to fucking Bogota or go to like Iran or something to try and pull off some hitman mission. <laughs> but it's all like the grumpy people who like do security at sheets and shit. Oh my god! And they have to go into. But they have to go to yeah, <laughs> yeah. But but they have to go to like some shit like that and like try to figure out how to like save the world. That reminds me of like fucking Armageddon, how they like <laughs> instead of training astronauts to fucking dig into an asteroid, they fucking get oil uh, rigging dudes to like learn how to be astronauts, which is so fucking stupid. Yeah. What's going on? Oh, nothing. Um, Andrew's just texting me. Sorry. He's um, editing the other episodes and just said something uh, about one of the ones that are already out by the time the people hear this. So the uh, timeline's all fucked up. <laughs> um, well, cool, dude. You just, you probably didn't even hear what I just said. No, I, I, I didn't. Repeat what you said. <laughs> no, it's all right. It was uh, shitty. Yeah. Uh, Shitty analytical piece. Oh, the the Armageddon thing. Yeah, people have talked about that like ad nauseum. Where it's like, isn't it easier to train an astronaut how to? Yes. Um- <laughs> well, I just thought it was funny with that because, like, I guess I guess it is different because at least they're in the same like type of thing, like security in your in your situation. But that would be a funny show, dude. That'd be funny. I don't know why they would go to them though. Like there'd have to be some weird reason. Why it would be went. like some idiot who like doesn't have any history of like hiring mercenaries, and he looks up like security company in the phone book, mm-hmm. and then calls. It'd have to be like some some like scrawny little skinny white dude. Yeah, it's like like a dumb idiot with a bunch of money who's like, you know what? I'm gonna make a bunch of money if we overthrow the government of like Cambodia. Yeah. And then he tries to organize a security firm, like a fucking mercenary squad, but it's all like, but he doesn't realize until the check's already been cleared that it's like a bunch of fucking like really not in touch, like old people from like a (laughs) middle of nowhere, like America. Dude, who would be cast as like the main guy? Because it'd be funny, right? It's a comedy. uh, I mean, if he, I mean, Fred Willard, RIP, he just died. Well, he can't be in it then. He just died. Yeah, I know. 
his ghost. I don't know. I didn't get that far yet. It literally, I was just thinking about it as I was walking out of a building with a hilariously uh, underqualified security team. Yeah. I think about that way too much. Like when I go into various buildings that have guards for some reason, and I'm not talking about like some of the state buildings where like, yeah, I get it. Like your job is to be security, like for the state or for the County like these private buildings that have like security firms and it's like teens on their phones watching TikToks. Yeah. I wonder how that works. Cause if something were to actually go down, what would those guys even fucking do? Nothing. But that, Oh dude. Cause fucking someone got shot at the fucking grocery store yesterday. Which one? Where? The Safeway on 25th street. No way, dude. Are you serious? Cheese was in there when it happened. No, I heard, ab- I heard about it on citizen app. And then I posted something about it. And then later on, Cheese was like, yeah, LOL, I was there. Oh, now we have a fucking reason to have Cheese calling. Yeah, we could. I could try to get him to come on. I think he probably would. Um, But yeah, like someone, uh, like the fucking security guard, like, God, there you go. You're making the fucking sounds. Yeah, the fucking security guard, like, shot some dude in the fucking ankle. Oh, was he aiming for the ankle? I have no idea. I haven't really read anything about it. Like some people were saying that the guy had a gun. Some people were saying that it was to prevent him from shoplifting. Next time, read up on it before you bring it up. Because now I'm interested and you have no fucking information. I don't think that any other information has been really published because it just happened yesterday and it involves someone. We have a friend who was fucking there. He knows the details. He didn't. He wasn't watching this man as he walked around the store. He literally was checking out like buying fucking chips or something dumb. And then her, get on the ground, pop, pop, pop. And then he just like hit the ground. And then there was a dude who had been shot. And then he fucking paid for his like cheese puffs and then fucking left. That's that's when your cheese puffs are free. You get to fucking. You that's get to what walk. I told him. I was like, dude, if I'm in the fucking grocery store and I see a security guard shoot a man and everyone's like running around and trying to get out, I'm just like scooping soft cheese in my jacket. Like I'm filling up everything and just running. I didn't even know they had guns. I didn't know they had guns either. They must have like upgraded when the Rona hit. That makes sense. Yeah. I would. Shit. I mean, I guess like, I don't know. Like that shit was fucking crazy. But yeah, that's what, uh, yeah, that shit fucking, um, that shit fucking sucked. Oh, I want to, I need to correct something real quick. Um, when we brought up the Jeff Bezos trillionaire thing. Uh, Yeah. So apparently with that whole thing, long story short is like someone posted an article that had that as like the headline, something about like how he could be a billionaire, but no one read it and everyone like reposted it. And then Elizabeth Warren reposted something also to that effect. Like she tweeted about it, Mm -hmm. but I guess like the nitty gritty is that like there was a study done um, where it like listed like the top 10 or whatever, like most likely people to become trillionaires. Uh, yeah. And it had like a bunch of different people. I had like Zuckerberg and Bezos and some other shit, but obviously Bezos was like the top of the list. And the whole thing is that like, it was a study that was basically saying like, if the like the growth of Amazon from the past five years was like to be steady for the next like couple of years with like Jeff Bezos's like 
current wealth plus like the this steady projection of Amazon's wealth, like including compound interest and everything, like with his 11% stake in Amazon, he would have a trillion dollars in assets. But it's like highly contingent upon like this growth being like the exact same, like right, being steady right. for the next five or six years. It was some shit where it was like by 2026, he could be a trillionaire. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's still like, it's still like a thing that can happen. Yeah. And but I, I want I think I saying he's going to be, yeah. it was always speculation. Yeah. Yeah. But I felt um, like that needed to be corrected a little bit. Um, I saw like a thing about how like friendships are really like this must suck really bad for people that don't have like any friends. Like I'm even having a hard time. Um, and I have like a moderate amount of friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, can you imagine like for someone who like is a real, like, I, you know, someone who doesn't have anybody. Yeah. I mean, I think it depends on how, what your mental state was before this all happened. Cause like, obviously you've seen all the jokes or the memes or whatever about like, isn't it crazy when people have to change the way they live and your way of life doesn't change at all. Like, isn't it crazy to be a 30 year old man and realize you've been living in what everyone else considers quarantine for 10 years? Well, my thing is like, even if you were like a high class or I'm sorry, uh, just a dork, you <laughs> a know? high class dork. <laughs> I don't know where I was going there. Like I was like, I was about to make up some shit. And then I was, I, as soon as I said high class, I'm like, if you're high class, you definitely have some friends. Uh, so I had to scrap that just like some dork that doesn't have any friends. And you just like spend all your time playing video games. At least you have the option of knowing you can go out and walk around and have people around you, you know? I guess. I, I, I think know. that it's the opposite, man. I think that the dorks and the nerds and the inside kids are the ones who are going to be better mentally because they're kind of already inside kids. They're they're people who already can like entertain themselves by reading or playing video games. But it's okay. the people who are like social butterflies who are really hurting or can be hurting because they're not used to being stuck in their house or their apartment or they you know, they aren't used to spending Friday and Saturday night alone or with their roommate, you know? You make a good point. Well, what about the in-between where, like, someone who has a really close, like, one or two friends? Like, they're not a social butterfly. They're kind of introverts. They have, like, two friends that they, like, really need, you know? Um, but then the quarantine happens and then you know, their other friend, their friends are so paranoid. They don't even, they don't even want to talk to them on the phone because they're scared the coronavirus will go through the phone or something. Well, that was a real question until that very last sentence, <laughs> but, um, okay. They died. They died and the quarantine happened. Like what? I guess that's not like a thing that would happen. So what are you trying to ask how people process grief during the quarantine? <laughs> okay. Scrap that. Just back to the normal question of, <laughs> so you have just two friends really yeah like if you're just like a normal person who has like a best friend or like two best friends yeah i don't know why i always gotta bring it down to like a lower level but because um, you need this to be extravagant you're putting too much glitter on your questions i know uh did you ever have to- wait let me do a side tangent did you ever have any clothes with glitter on them like ed hardy jeans with like glitter on the butt no dude i was always against glitter like a and sick diesel jacket that just says like rebel with like glitter on the booby. No, dude. Who do you think <laughs> no, I am? No, dude. <laughs> I have never, dude, I don't fuck with glitter, dude. 
if a, if a girl comes over, she's got that glittery fucking glossy shit on her. Like nothing will have, I'll still have her over, but I do not like it. I think that if someone was to have a theme birthday party that was like disco or like roller disco, you would go full Saturday night fever and fucking love it. I think you'd You're be right. really into it. You would turn yeah. into a little rhinestone cowboy. A little pocket yeah, sized rhinestone would, cowboy. Yeah, I would definitely turn real, you know, homo erectalis what? during that night. Sorry, what the fuck? <laughs> I would try, I would basically really get into the character of being really gay. Just cosplay as like an Elton John situation? Yeah. I would boy everything, man. I would, yeah. I'd be really into that. But to answer your, what I think about normal people, I think that they would just be fine. You know, they would Skype or Zoom or do the, I mean, because there's, there's a lot of ways for you to still be They would in be touch. freaking out though, right? They would be hurting. They would be hurting really bad. I mean, also to be real, I don't think it would be out of the realm of possibility for someone who was really hurting that bad to break quarantine, you know? Yeah. I mean, I know been, plenty of people who have or did or do. <clears throat> and I don't really disagree with the justification being like, I'm self-isolating and they're self-isolating aside from these like, you know, going to the store or whatever. So therefore, like, I don't see a problem. And, you know, like maybe we sit outside or, I mean, you could also do stuff outside. If, it, again, this is contingent upon you believing like, the rhetoric of literally that day because it, it, it changes every day as to what is and isn't a good idea. But like, yeah, like, you know, I'm feeling like my psyche has been like messed up. Um, cause I haven't really realized how bad Trump's handling everything until like recently, you know, just how? like, how did you not, I don't know. Like I just, I, cause my whole thing, I've just always been listening, I haven't been listening to any, like, actual news shit, I've just been listening to, like, com- basically a co- bunch of different comedians talk about it, and, like, they're not gonna have a real take on shit, so I, I put on something kind of real today, and then they just, like, went through everything, like, threatening to pull out of the World Health Organization, peddling conspiracy theories. Well, we, we're having not done funding WHO testing, anymore. Refusing to wear, like, Donald Trump refuses to wear masks or gloves. And, you know, he's he's got, like, no clear message, no plan, you know. And um, it's just, like, and the whole thing about, like, him talking about, like, l- needing to liberate the states with Democratic governors and then, like, you know, also refusing to even coordinate or talk to s- states with governors that don't agree with him. Like, it's fucking, that's crazy. That is not what a leader of a country does. Like, regardless of what you think of him, like, you can't be doing that shit when you're the leader of the country. It's fucking crazy. No, it is crazy. Um, A good point was made. Oh, fuck. I, fr- I was, I was listening to another show. I want to oh, sit. Hold that thought. Uh-huh. Uh, also, like the supply coordination, like for like, like, like Larry Hogan, did you hear about that shit? About like Larry Hogan, uh, like sending for like, uh, like what five hundred thousand testing kits from South Korea, and when he when they arrived, he had to have state 
troopers like guard it so that the Trump didn't we talk about that on the show? He had the state national guard guard it. He flew it into BWI and not into fucking uh, um, DC or not DC, not into yeah. Reagan or whatever. He threw, he flew it into BWI to keep it away from fucking Trump. Did we talk about that? I don't know. I thought we might have brought it up, but hmm. it's still worth reiterating that that's kind of the state of affairs here. Also, Trump said that he's taking hydroxychloroquine to, like, prove that it works. Yeah, I hope he dies. Dude, that'd be fucking crazy. I heard a thing where... anything if he died. I heard a thing, and I didn't, like, read it, so I don't know if it's true, but someone was saying that they heard that, like, the official, like, plan for what would happen if Trump and Pence get sick and die like doesn't exist and they refuse to make one because what are you talking about? Say it again. I heard from someone that they like read or heard somewhere that when asked if there was like a plan as to what would happen if Trump and Pence get incapacitated with this disease, like how it would go down. But they, they said that there is no plan because it's impossible for them to get sick. Like that was like the official response. Like what would happen if you have to, you know, step down for two weeks because you need to be isolated or whatever, you know? And the response was, we don't have a plan because that won't happen. Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, even if they got sick, unless they died and they could still, they could still like do like give orders and shit from like quarantine. I mean, I suppose so, but I mean, I mean, they couldn't do that if it got so bad, they needed to be on like a ventilator. Dude, what if Trump like pulled a Kim Jong Un and like pretended to die for a little bit just to see what people would do, and then he would come back out in two weeks and be like, you know, and then fucking fuck you guys, no one cried for me. Either that, or he would like fire all the people that said anything like like that was like, all right, time to get the real grownups in office now. You know how they say every fucking time there's a new leader. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Did you hear the thing uh, where Trump is refusing to unveil Obama's like presidential picture or whatever? What? Yeah. <laughs> where at? Wait, didn't they already do that though? They mm-hmm. already did the presidential picture. I mean, it was like painted or whatever, but there was like, apparently the, I guess there's like a whole ceremony where like the current president like unveils it or like presents it. And like when it gets put up into the wherever it goes and like dude he's such a fucking little bitch <laughs> and he's if like he refusing to do it what a little fucking bitch these republicans are so goddamn stupid if you're a republican and you support trump you're such a little bitch it is really crazy i like i don't know are you kidding how... me you won't fucking like put on your big boy pants and just unveil fucking painting no. of someone that disagrees with you that's fucking crazy no dude his entire said, political career has shit. has tried to be a counterpoint to everything Obama did. Although I will say, Obama's also a little bitch. Yeah, I mean, I this because is not I a defense of. This is not defending Obama at all. I'm just saying that that is like some petty shit that like that's even too petty for me to find funny. Right. Like, and it but, is very funny, but like. But but he needs to come out and start calling Trump by name. Don't walk around this little like. Some there's little babies in the in the White House right now that you know they're still acting like little babies and they don't know what's going on. Like fuck you, dude. Just 
call him what call it what it is. Say he's a fucking little bitch. Well, that would that would mean that the Democratic establishment would have to like have some balls and like a plan and like mm-hmm. actually dedicate to like playing the game. You know, mm-hmm. and that's why even though all this shit is like so fucking crazy and so blatantly and obviously like a result of the Trump administration and I feel like it needs to be said a million times on wherever, but like when people say like it's Trump's fault or like whatever, like a lot of time they're, they're meaning that it's the entire administration. Cause like he doesn't really have that much power in a lot of the stuff. It's a lot of the people who he appoints, but so, he elects people and he, and and especially in this administration, they, re, he really does dictate to them how they do shit. You know what I mean? I understand yeah. that, but it's not a mon, he's not like this monolithic power figure within there, but he, he appointed people who are kind of in line with his train of thought, but like, he's not the physical person who's doing a lot of the, the dumb shit. It's like people who he put into power for whatever reasons, but I don't know, man, he's doing a pretty good d- job of saying some dumb ass shit. He says dumb shit, but I'm just saying like, and I'm, this is not a defense of him either, but like his administration is equally as incompetent as he is. It's not like he yes. has a bunch of competent people around him and he's just like fucking everything up. Like he put in place people who are on his level. Yes, you know, I agree. And even with them being bumbling idiots, his approval rating isn't that low. Like he still has a decent amount of support. His administration has a decent amount of support. No, he'll he'll always have the support from his base, but people are starting to get real tired of um, this, like just this bumbling idiot. But then again, the Democrats put in place a nominee who's also a bumbling idiot. But that's so, the thing. I mean, like the what the recent Gallup poll had like forty nine percent agree, forty eight percent disagree, or something. We talked about how like Gallup polls are like whatever, but like still, it kind of sucks no matter which way you cut it that people are still kind well, of into a, it. There's a comparison about Rip Mitt Romney was at this point in time, um, and where Biden is in this point in time, and it's the same. So they they're kind of ex. If the election was today, Donald Trump would actually lose if it was the same. You know what I mean? Because you got to remember, Donald Trump did not win the popular vote, you know, by three million votes. He just won the Electoral College vote. So he's not actually a very popular president. president. No, I know he's not. But my whole point is that people still fuck with him, even though everything is his fault. You can't really make that much of an argument that this isn't the failure of the executive. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that the Democrats are ever going to nut up and like, cause the no, reason dude, they're why fucking, they're ridiculous. The reason I, why people are fucking into it is because he found a winning strategy, which is just talking shit and being brash. And although like, with this, I mean, the house passed that stimulus thing and it's going to go to the Senate and they already said it's going to be dead on arrival. But even oh, Mitch yeah. McConnell knows that the like the economy is shit and they need to do something. But they, I mean, to not give people another round of stimulus checks and like uh, more help and stuff, you know, if you're going to say like Republicans are actually going to go through with that. And and I mean, they're going to be seen as the obstructionist on of like getting things back to, together again, really. I mean, I mean, they won't. If they don't pass this, I mean... It, they won't because their base will be supporting them. So, like, the Republicans will do what they did last time where 
when legislation was proposed and there was things in there to fund like the Kennedy Center or whatever. And then out of everything in that bill, they pointed to that to be like, how does defending the Kennedy Center help Americans get jobs again? All you need to do is be like, look, there's another round of checks here in this bill and you're going to vote against it. Every, everybody wants that check again. But it's it's going to be the things that are, excuse me, that are piggybacked onto it that the people will stand behind the Republican rejection of it. So like they put in funding for the post office in it. And that's mm-hmm. going to be something that people are going to be like, no, the dude, fuck do we need to fund the post office? The, a lot of people are supportive of the post office. Maybe a lot of people are not supportive of the post office and it's very disappointing. Are. Look, there's some Republican motherfuckers on my route that are really hoping that we get funding. And I, I've talked to them. By talking to them, I mean one woman who's a Republican. Exactly. I'm just saying with the amount of shit that gets passed around the internet and the fact that it's even a conversation that's happening is very disappointing, but that also proves that you could, you could squeeze support from that rejection of HR 6666 based on the post office. And I even thought that when they put that in there, that they put that in there as something to be like the first thing on the chopping block, you know? So when they're negotiating it and then the Democrats are like, fine, then don't do the post office, but keep everything else. There's going to be some, there's going to be some funding for the post office in there. But what I was going to say is I almost fought a bitch today, dude. Really? I almost fought a motherfucker today. So there's like this little, so I'm, I'm dry. I was working today. And I was going into this court, but there's road work happening, right? And there's like mm-hmm. all these tr- like fucking dump trucks everywhere, and they're doing something with the road. But I gotta go and deliver this fucking mail in this little court. So, you know, they let me in there, whatever. And then I'm going to do the court, and I get all the way around, and there's like a bunch of mess in the middle of the center for me to get out and go to the next part. Mm-hmm. And th- like, there's a big machine there, and a bunch of people standing on the uh, around it. And I, so I'm like, can I go? And this one old guy is like, yeah, dude, go, go already. We're waiting on you. And then this, and then so I'm driving. I'm like, what the fuck? These fucking assholes. And then this fucking bitch was like, hurry the, hurry the fuck up. Mm. And I, you know, and I was just like, are you? F-? So you know, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I was like, what the, what the fuck did you say to me? As I'm still driving away, you know, like. <laughs> But I was just pissed, man. Like, are you kidding me? Like, we're both fucking blue collar workers and these fucking pieces of shit and the fucking, you know, and their fucking construction. Like, don't they know that I got to do my job, too? Like, what the fuck? I don't fucking care. I experienced that. Um, oh. oh, Andrew says hello. Um, I experienced huh. that uh, pretty frequently. Um I normally only get it in the city, though. Like, I don't get it when I'm, like, outside of the city. I could have used your full attention through that story. There was a lot of bumbling around that you could have, like, gone in with and, like, said some things, you know? Jordan, I'm listening to you speak. I don't want to... You're looking at your fucking phone. Yeah, but I can still hear you. I'm listening to you still. Jesus, you're like my fucking mom or my girlfriend. You're not paying attention to me. You're on your phone. I hear what you're saying. You're talking about Riverdale. I've never had your dick in my fucking throat. But, <laughs> um, but anyway, like I get that stuff a lot only in the city though. I never get it when I'm like outside of the city. 
Like anytime I'm see, this is me outside of the city, though. My thing's not in the city. I understand that, Jordan. I'm contrasting to what you're saying. Oh, I have people yell at me a lot at work, but it's it's always like in the city. It's never like in a court or like in someone's neighborhood. Those people like never say shit to me, but it's always like if I'm downtown and like traffic is bad. And then people like always blame the largest vehicle on the road. Like that's like what I've always found. Like they blame the largest vehicle, but it's always the largest person doing the fucking yelling. There you go. Body shame them. Um, but like, <laughs> like that shit will happen to me all the time. Like I'll be like riding like a sedan's ass. Like I'll be riding a tiny car's ass that's going under the speed limit. And then people will be passing us like zipping around me and they flip me off and they don't flip off the other people. Like some yeah. dude like tried to pull a gun on me like a month ago. And, or no, it was right before quarantine. The time doesn't exist anymore. And it was fucking wild. It was one of the funniest things, but it was also like very scary. Yeah, dude. Anytime a gun gets pulled on, did I already, did I, have I told you that when a gun got pulled on me? Mm-mm. Who's going to pull a gun out on me? I'm fucking tiny, dude. Someone Are you fucking did. kidding me? Fight me. That was my whole thing. This. When the dude like threatened to pull his gun out on me. On fucking Charles Street in the middle of the day. And that's kind of why I thought it was funny. Because, like, it was the middle of the day and there was a bunch of fucking traffic. And, like, especially downtown. And it's the same way in any town, I would imagine. But, like, some of the, like, bigger trucks or, like, FedEx, UPS, the mailman, like, all the... They just kind of, like, double park everywhere whenever they want. If they, like, can't find parking, like, they'll just fucking block off a lane of traffic. Well, yeah, D.C. is not the friendliest for, like, big fucking vehicles. Well, any any urban environment, I've seen it. But, like, especially in Baltimore, people will just, like, well, I'm parking my car here now and just fucking kind of pull on the, the flasher, put the car in park, and then just leave their vehicle. And so we had to, like, we were driving up Charles Street, and I kept on having, like, change lanes to, like, get out of the way of all these like parked cars and like stopped cars, like in the fucking road. Like people were like unloading trucks and there's deliveries happening and blah, blah, blah. So I'm going back and forth in these fucking lanes. And this dude is riding my ass the whole time. And I guess he's like trying to pass me, but I'm like just trying to fucking drive. And so I do like two or three lane changes, like back and forth. And then we're riding right next to each other for a while. And he's like waving at me or like saying something like, I see him like making all this fucking motion with his hands and I'm just kind of like ignoring him because I don't know what the fuck's going on and I don't care. So then he drives up in front of me and slams on the brake. So I almost hit his car and he jumps out and starts fucking like pointing his finger at me and I roll down the window and he's like, you play all these motherfucking games. You think you're fucking slick. You think you're fucking cute. And I was like, I don't even look good today, man. Like what are you talking about? And he was like, (laughs) he's like, you're lucky that like, I don't fucking pull out my fucking steel on. Like he called it his steel. And I was like, what are you fucking like? This isn't a fucking stupid movie, dude. But it's like, it's like right near the fucking monument on Charles street in the middle of the fucking day. And this dude's like screaming at me. And there's like people on the street, just like staring at us. And he's like, if this was any other fucking part of the town, I'd fucking shoot you right where you stand. Like I'd fucking blast you out of your fucking car. And I was like, okay. And he was like, you know what you're fucking doing. You better fucking quit before someone else comes around here and isn't as nice as me. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, man. He was like, yes, you do, motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. And I just like 
turn on my blinker and just like pull past him and like just keep on driving. And in the moment I was like, this guy's not going to do anything like fuck this dude. But then as soon as I did it and I saw his face get real serious as I was like rolling up my window and like actively ignoring him, I was like, fuck, there's a good chance this guy's going to follow me back to my job and shoot me in my parking lot. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. I mean, people pop off. I see people yelling. I mean, people, people that'll go to jail for like road rage are just stupid. It's very stupid. Like you fla- flash your gun, but like, that's it. Like, and then move on. You don't have to keep talking either. Just flash the gun and then you're done. Like that's going to shut anyone up. Unless the other person has a gun and is equally as fucked up as you. Then you got a problem. Yeah, no, not that long ago. I did see a road rage incident and like, I kind of had that, that little like tingle in the back of my mind where I was like, one, should I get out and help? Or two, should I like call somebody? Never get out. But I just like kept on fucking going because it would, they were evenly matched. The only reason I didn't do anything is because they were evenly matched. No, you just sit back and enjoy the show and you smile a little bit and you have a good time as someone might die. It was in, it was up in fucking Towson and it was like, never call anyone. It was like up in Towson and it was like, I think there was like a fender bender downtown or something. And like the dudes were like in each other's faces, but they were both like, (laughs) God damn it. But they were both like probably like late twenties, early thirties. They were both kind of fit and they were like real close to each other. And there was like some shoving going on and people are like getting out their phones and recording it. And I'm driving by and I was like, should I help? Should anyone break this up? But I was like, you know what? Like, just let them fucking do it. Let boys will be boys. No, I was driving. Ah, uh, man, you always get your phone out. You always stay back. You don't call anyone. You just watch and have fun, you know, and get ready to be famous on world star hip hop. You know, do you ever have to call people? What are you talking about? Like at your job. What do you mean? Like if, if you're delivering something and they're not answering the door, do you ever like have to call them? Or do you no, just like leave it? No, but I, I, I've had to call like the office when like weird sketchy shit has happened. Like in Portland, like this, these people, like there was like this woman that kept like getting out and taking pictures on my van, mm-hmm. wherever I was going, she following me around taking pictures. Why? I don't know to this day. So I'd have to, I would, I called in. I was like, there's these motherfuckers like <gasps> taking pictures of me. You know, yeah, it's almost like they were casing the joint, like watching me like drop packages and like, I don't know, it was really weird. But, um, but yeah, then I had like a fucking, there's like a whole organization dedicated to like sketchy activity with the post office that called me to like talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but nothing ever, I never heard anything else, but it was weird. I didn't feel comfortable. She's really hot though. The girl taking pictures. Oh, sick, dude. Nice, bro. Cool. (laughs) Um, I used to get a bunch of shit from... It could have been worse. It could have been worse. Um, We used to deliver flowers. Like, that was, like, something that um, that I had to do for a while. Like, we were contracted by, like, a flower company to deliver their their flowers because they didn't have, like, a delivery team. And so it would have me, you know, deliver shit into, like, gated communities or, like, nice communities and shit. And like, of course I would read the fucking cards and so many of them would be like, Miranda, I'm such an idiot. Will you forgive me? Love Tom. And it's like a $200 like bouquet and shit. But I would, 
you know, but like we would do it. So like I would be doing other shit. And then in the middle of my day, I'd like drop off flowers or whatever. And so like one time this lady answered in a robe and very much alluded to wanting to have sex. And With you? Yeah. Just out of revenge though, not because she's attracted to you. I mean, whatever. But yeah, no, it was very like, I'm not, I gotta, this isn't for me. No, thanks. Cause it was like, I went to the house and like, it was in the morning and I was like, here's some flowers for I mean, like for uh, Becky or something. And she was like, that's me. Thank you. And then I was like, okay, bye. And she's like, well, do you want a tip? And I was like, yeah, sure. And she's like in a robe. That's like, there's nothing underneath. And she was like, well, if you want to come into the kitchen, I can give you the tip. And I was like, I know what you mean. And no, thank you. I'm going to go. Not, dude? Well, her name is Becky. Becky's are never attractive. Dude, I'm not going to have sex on my company. No, like, uh, come no, on. fuck that. It, there's got to be a situation where you do that. Like the girl of your dreams. I mean, this isn't fucking like Pornhub. Like I'm not running on porn logic. I'm running on like, I have other shit to do today and I don't want to get yelled at by my boss by having mediocre sex with like an older lady who like, if I do bad, will like complain that like she was. Yeah, but there's gotta be, there's gotta be a girl in your mind who you, you're like, if you weren't with Sarah, of course, it's gotta be a girl in your mind where if that were to happen, you'd sacrifice your job and, you know, get that shit done. Right. Maybe if I was like 17 and like the acquisition of pussy like really meant that much to me. But like, I don't I don't think about sex in that way anymore. Like, I'm not going to risk it all for some sick ass. Like, it's just I know but we're talking about the past, dude. I'm not talking about now. When I was like when I was before now I had this job, like up, before I had too. this job, maybe I would have like been more into it. Like, I don't know. I that was never anything that really ever was like something that I was like interested in like the idea of like the pizza man getting paid in like a blowjob as a tip like that just isn't how like the world works like anyone who's ever had a fucking job knows that like you can't just like go off grid for like the amount of time it takes to get a blowjob and not have your boss be like where the fuck are you dude you gotta get back here and make these fucking pizzas you say that but I definitely could well, that's because it takes you two seconds to cut. If a woman looks at I'm you, saying. you like, you fucking come most of the way. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, I don't know. There's a situation in my mind where I drop everything for that situation. What is but it? it's not realistic, I guess. You're right. You're yeah, right. No, this was just like one of those things. And where I'd like, have to be, I'd have to be younger. If the situation happened and it was the perfect person, you know, in my mind, it, I would have to be like 23. That's so funny. You're like, I have to be, it has to be springtime, 23. I got to be wearing my good pants. I need to be wearing my red tennis shoes. I need to have taken a shower that morning. Mm-hmm. The whole, everything's got to be right. The stars have to line up. I feel like at that point, you're like doing the whole like mind over matter thing where you go to work being like, you know what? Today's the day I'm going to get some fucking pussy at work. <laughs> and then you're just like, anytime someone's nice to you, you're just like, is today the day? Me and you? Huh? Today. Rhonda, <laughs> come on. Huh? Miss Jones, you ready? I'm gonna go for a ride like i can tell you one thing her name's not gonna be fucking becky <laughs> no but no that um that, uh, that was like a very jarring experience because uh, after the fact when it happened i didn't really think much about it and then as i like got my car and drove away and was like oh that scantily clad woman i think was uh going to try to hit on me or have sex with me or something huh 
whatever. You know, and they just like went about my day. Yeah. I had to call, but the whole, I had to call a lady, um, recently about a delivery we were making to her house. Cause, um, like not to, not to get too inside the biz, but a lot of times if like, if it's a new client or if it's something that's like far away, um, a lot of times, at least I like to just call ahead of time to be like, Hey, like I have a package or a delivery from so-and-so I'm going to be there in like 45 minutes. Are you home? You know? Cause like sometimes we go places and people aren't fucking home and I have to sit around for like 20, 30 minutes or like people get mad when I can't make the delivery, even though it's physically, you know what I mean? Like it, it becomes a whole thing. And so I called this woman's phone and she didn't answer and her voicemail was like, Hey, you've reached blah, blah, blah. Like I'm not here. Leave a message and I'll call you back. But also ask yourself, have you taken the time today to praise Jesus? It's not too late. Just go ahead and think of all the good things he's done for you. Yeah, exactly. And now go ahead and spread that good feeling that you just felt to some other people. Have a blessed day. And I, I like called like three times to rehear it. So I like, I was sure what I heard. Yeah. Those are the craziest type of fucking people, man. Because it's like, yeah, think of the best things he's ever done for you. What about all the shit? There's way more shit that happens in my life than good things, you know? And he's responsible for that too. If he's real, which he's not. So I wish that you believed that. I wish that you actually lived by that. And like every time you, you go, wish I was a super crazy Christian person. No, I wish that you legitimately believed in like uh the pre what is it when uh, everything's laid out for you that what predestiny predestination whatever. Fate? Yeah, sure, fate. And so, but like every single thing is planned. Like every single thing in your day is planned. So like if I pick up this hairbrush and put it into my other hand. Like that was God's will and it's all part of his plan. So then when I put it back over here, that's also part of his plan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a real fucking thing. And so like, I, I would love that to be how you actually looked at life. And like you go to Quiznos and they put fucking lettuce on your sandwich instead of fucking spinach. And you're just like, Jesus, what did I do to make you so mad? <laughs> it's cause it's cause there's, <laughs> Because there's still, well, never mind. That's backwards. Never mind. What? Nothing. I had a joke and then it, I just realized it didn't work. <laughs> you should have just said it. Sometimes the funniest jokes that you say are the ones that just don't work. <laughs> <coughs> Most of them, let's be honest. Mm, no, you've had some good ones. You've been doing better. Yeah. Um. Oh, do you believe in God? No. Are you agnostic or are you just like straight up atheist? Uh, I am anti-theist. Okay, please explain <laughs> what that means, Jordan. I'm a pantheist. I'm a, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just, you know, I just, you know, I believe in, I just look at what science tells us and that's all, you know. So mm-hmm. I look at, you know, we don't know what happened before the Big Bang. So, I don't know. I don't know what happened before then, but I can tell you one thing. It's not some bearded Lebanese man in the fucking sky playing with some fucking, uh, you know, Air Force jets going. You know what I mean? It's just not like, 
I don't believe that kind of shit, dude. There's no, there's no force that's making things happen unless it's like a fucking universal force. And it doesn't have a mind and it doesn't give a fuck about us. You know, it's very, yeah, very just science based. So I don't know what you would call that. Just like, I guess agnostic. But I don't. Because if. I don't understand the difference between atheists. was able to math if it's. Go ahead. And what? No, I, the, the, the anti-theist thing like that. Oh, I, I was just kidding. Anti-theist is like, you're just, uh, you, you, the belief that, I mean, I guess I am, but it's just the belief that all religions, all organized religions are, uh, just a, like a bad force in the world. So you're just like anti that, you know? So you're like, you, you don't want just like, against any theocracies being made and you don't want religion to be a, a force in the in the public at all you don't want to like restrict people's beliefs and things but basically any any time a belief in any god gets put in a on a platform where it has authority you're against that i mean i feel like by definition if you were to say you were an anti-theist you don't get to pick and choose at which level of like public life and you're just like saying <laughs> no, as a blanket statement, like, like any type of religion, like I don't fuck with it on any level, so, like personal so or organized. Like, agnostic is just there's no there's no evidence on either side, so you don't know, and you don't you don't you don't subscribe to any religion, but you don't believe in any religion, but you also are open to any religion coming into your life. Atheism is that you you, you don't believe in any god at all. You just believe in the forces of the universe, and then anti-theist would be atheists but with the one step further of saying that religions are poisonous to mm. humanity you know what i mean so you think so you would fall into the extreme version of atheism which no I've, I've, I've lightened my ways it's more of like i i don't care about what people i i don't want any theocracies to happen so anytime like what angers me is any when any churches or anything try to like put authority in place within the government. That's that's what annoys me. Or like when they try to get uh, their shit taught in public schools. I don't give a fuck about private schools. You can do whatever you want in private schools, but when you try to bring that shit into public schools, I got a fucking issue because that's my taxpayer dollars. Anytime taxpayer dollars goes to anything like with religious fervor, I get really anxious and annoyed by because um, I think anything that has to do with the government or the public should be completely neutral, which means nothing that has to do with any religion, you know? So yeah, that's all. So I just don't want any funding with taxpayer money to go into anything that has to do with a church. Hmm. Okay. But I'm not, you know, I don't care. I'm, you know, I just, my best friend is super religious. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I I don't care if like my friends are religious. I don't care. You know. Yeah, I think I'm. I don't know. I've been agnostic for ever. You know, that was something that um I had to kind of figure out the workaround in my brain. Like part of the Mason stuff when you join is like you have to believe in a higher power. You know, like that's like part of one of the things you have to do like confess or whatever, but they don't tell you what it is. 
And that in and of itself has like become a whole thing where like, like, cause you have to like, you have to swear in on a holy book or whatever the fuck. And so like, they'll let you do whatever book you want, but normally it's like one of the big three, you know? And then yeah. like other people will be like, well, I'm an Odinist. So I want to come in on like this Viking book or like I'm, you know, native sagas. people, <laughs> people try to make those arguments or they'll be like, I'm native American and I want to do it on like our book or like whatever. And then like well, some Teddy, of them- Ro- Teddy Roosevelt got sworn in on a fucking law book, book of law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, like, Abraham Lincoln too, actually. Yeah. Well, that like was a whole, a whole thing. I think that I, the agnostic thing is kind of where I stand as, as a whole. Cause here's here's another thing too. Like, so I generally think that religions are bad for the world. Like not just organized religions, Mm -hmm. you know, I just think they're in general, like poisonous in most ways. But if I had the ability to get rid of all of them in an instant, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of hypocritical there, right? But I also, I, I would want it to be, I would want it to be gotten rid of like naturally. You would, just don't I, like what you think are the bad parts of it, but you don't care about any of the other stuff. I don't even really care about the bad parts of it as long as it's not in power in any way. Mm-hmm. That's what I get upset about. Any, you know, do what you want at home. If you want to sacrifice your kid to fucking Zeus or whatever in your own home, I don't care, you know, but, um, I used to get down with some of the, like, I'm an atheist cause religion is dumb. And like, that was like, you know, middle school, high school shit. But like, as I got older, like if there was know anything else going on which is very possible like it's just so fucking boring like if this is everything it's like very boring yeah but i don't think the universe cares about that and it's actually going through there it's just going through crazy experiments all the time and you know it's i mean when you think about it if you think about it and just the building blocks of everything Mm -hmm. it's you know, it's kind of like, it's just something that there's, there's no, there's no reason for it to be magic. We're made out of carbon. But it doesn't have to be magic because the definition of magic to an extent is just science that we don't understand yet. Like that's a big part of like terrestrial science and magic and why like when you get back to like alchemy and a lot of that stuff, like there's like a very big overlap between them. Like a lot of stuff that was magical 200 years ago is just basic science shit now. And with like quantum science and like all the difference, like scientific and mathematical advances, like. I mean, like, there is definitely, like, order in the universe and order in our plane of existence, like, whatever that means to you. Like, there are fundamental rules that, like, are upheld and, like, are observed and, like, can be proven to be a thing. And, like, because that's, like, the way things are, like, there is, like, an order in the universe. Like, not that that proves or disproves anything, but, like, that definitely like means that there's like a possibility that like something that we don't understand or or experiencing like could be at play. And I'm not saying that it's, that it's anything that's like, you know, like a human being looking thing is up there controlling everything with a microscope. There's there's so much we don't know. There's so much we don't know. And I think the main thing that 
or religion had on its side as an argument is the soul, right? Like what makes me see behind my eyes versus what mm-hmm. you're seeing behind your eyes. But as adv- as technology advances, <laughs> making, look, look at us, just like these computers, they're projecting imagery and stuff. Like I think at the end of the day, it's just going to, it's just a weird way of, it's just electro, um, electromagnetism, you know, and electric, ele- electrical circuits and stuff going on in the brain. And I think that it just, it can just do that. You know, we make computers, it's just a really, really advanced computer, biological computer. These are all, all these things that are happening, my movements, what I'm seeing, everything is all electricity. It's all, you know, um, elect the, it's just all electrical currents, basically. Have you ever seen those pictures where it's like a brain with all of the, um, uh, it's like, then it has like the brain stem and then it has all of the, um, the veins, like all of your, um, like how your blood flows and how it looks yeah. like a, like a tree with the roots and how it looks like a fucking lightning bolt that comes down and all that stuff. Yeah. And then the people who like, I don't even know how to really describe it, but it's a whole thing where like you are your brain and then like your body is like an organic space suit or whatever, you know? Mm. So your the brain is the real like little alien. Yeah. Essentially like you are your brain and then everything else about your body is like a way for like the brain to survive, you know? Yeah. So like your bones are like the foundation for like the suit and like it has like all that kind of stuff. But like I think that I I shifted towards an agnostic thing as much as I wanted to like believe in like witchcraft or magic or like Eastern religions or like things that were new and interesting to me. Like not to say they're valid or invalid, like they are very fun and interesting and I really like getting into them. And some of I like they're fun. Some of the stuff, especially with like magic stuff, like is cool. I've experimented with a lot of it. Like it works to an extent. I think a lot, of, but a lot of that's like, like, yeah, what was it? What was that bitch that like got on the fucking airplane and she was like, ha, ha, ha. she was all happy and giddy. And she was like, I'm just, I just, I'm so happy that all these people on the airplane, they're so lucky because they're, you know, this, that means this plane is not going to, they're, they're on it. They're so safe because this plane is not going to go down because she's on it and it's because like her the way she like conducts magic she just thinks that she controls her world you know what i mean There's a lot of people like that there's a lot of people like that but to end they're the point so annoying they're probably they're very the annoying they're very <laughs> annoying a lot of those like midlife crisis i got sober and found witchcraft people are very annoying um but my whole point that i've been trying to say is that uh, if none of that stuff is real, everything would be so boring. And like, that would kind of be the more thing of like, there's no point. I don't think there is a point, but not like there's no point in, I don't know. I not that like there needs to be a point, but like if there was really nothing else cool going on, like that would be, be pretty fucking boring and very disappointing. Yeah, I mean, there are only three elements that's that the universe started out with, you know. I guess so. I don't know. Well, on that chipper note, let's end it. Well, we we got someone from India, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got a, a viewer in India. Let me see if um if another one popped up. But as of this recording, yeah, we got someone new in India. They yeah, that's it. So, we're so I can say 
we, I can say bye and uh, say bye with an Indian accent, and then I'll end it right after you say bye with an <laughs> Indian accent, Jordan. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Bolsheviks podcast. Oh my God, you actually did a racist caricature of an Indian person. I thought it was going to be like last time where everything you said was bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, Indian. Hmm? Did you end it? No, I didn't. Oh. I was like, I was going to say. Now you I have think- to defend yourself for like your Apu shit that you just did. <laughs> um, I think that's the only accent I can really do that well hmm. is the Indian one. Oh, we have a Patreon. So please subscribe to our Patreon if you want um, extra episodes where we get more personal and um, we say more risque shit sometimes. So, And there's a Discord that we will talk to you on. Oh, yeah, and there's a Discord. You can ask us questions. Also, if, if you want to uh, ask us questions uh, just in general, you can email us at bolsheviks at gmail.com. Just ask us questions, you know, you know, tell us we're being too, too shitty or whatever and uh, why we suck or why we're good, and we'll work on those things. So, yeah. I would love for someone to be like, you're shitty. Here's why you're good. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.